Welcome to the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Sophia, and we're coming to you live from the... 757. Hey, good morning, Brian. Hey, good morning, Sophia. How you doing this morning? I'm doing pretty good. I got my coffee in hand, and I'm ready to roll. I hear you. I hear you. I got my, <laughs> my water bottle in hand, and I'm ready to roll. Yeah, because you don't drink coffee, right? Yeah. Or caffeine, or any of the above. But yeah. you drink... Wait, no, you do drink caffeine, but uh-huh. it ain't coffee, so it ain't the same. There you go. Yeah. yeah. It depends on... What, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah how's, how's everything been going with you? It seems like it's been a little bit since we've done this. How you been? I know. You went to Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, went on that trip. I wasn't able to make that particular uh, uh, work trip, but um, been doing pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And I know that um, that event was a great, uh, great event. So, yeah. tell, you know, tell everybody how it went. Yeah. So, I think yeah, the last podcast we had right before... Um, the last one we did, I, I went out of town or did go to Nashville that Sunday. Um, so it was from Sunday to Wednesday. Um, it was really good. It was a summit um, for a lot of different mortgage uh, professionals like myself. Um, there were other um, other folks there. There was a couple of like agents, a couple of other you know people that are within our world. But mainly it was for mortgage professionals. And it was good. It was my first time ever going to um, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, Nashville was was dope. I mean, I had a great time. The weather was great. Uh, had a lot of good food. Had their hot chicken. Um, you know, we uh, a lot of different bars and restaurants. You know, I was able to see some of your your famous country singers. They had on their own bars um, down there, so it was pretty cool. I seen took a picture in front of Elvis. They had a statue of Elvis out there, um, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Um, we stayed right in the heart of downtown. We were right there. Uh, the seminar was at uh, Margaritaville um, down there in, Nash- in Nashville. And another good, cool thing is they had like this area. I've never been to New Orleans before, but they had like this area. I forget the name of it. I have it in my phone. Um, but it's this area where like it's kind of like you are in downtown and then they have like you, you go down like this alleyway and it has all these like speakeasy, like blues types of restaurants. Um, and it was cool. Like we ended up uh, a couple of uh, my coworkers, you know, we went together. So, you know, we kind of hung out when it came to, you know, time outside of the actual uh, event itself. And so, you know, we went out there, um, you know, had some drinks, had some food and, you know, kind of kicked it a little bit. So it was good. I mean, we learned a lot of stuff, a lot of different things that, you know, I, I could take back in this market. I mean, there were a lot of professionals from all over um, the United States that were in different markets, you know, all kind of filling some of the challenges we're having to go through right now with the uh you know with the rate environment and just kind of how things have been going you know the last couple of months so it was good to kind of you know get our minds together kind of figure out some different strategies see what's working see what's not working for folks in other markets and be able to come take it back here um in hampton roads and like i said also some of the other states that we service as well so i mean it was good i learned a lot i feel like that and then just selling the last you know month or two um, has gave me a lot of good stuff to kind of finish the year out with and kind of kick off 2023 in a, on a good foot. Yeah, all of the uh, ninja selling uh, like meetings that we've been having and, you know, we kind of hold each other accountable yeah. and, and um, get on each other about not doing some of the ninja um, training um I don't even know what you would call those, like exercises. Yeah, exercises. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I love that because it keeps us accountable between each other. Yeah. And then speaking of the rates, we had a rate decrease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was gone Sunday to Wednesday. 
Um, last week was crazy. So I was gone Sunday to Wednesday, came back Wednesday. Then um, Thursday, we had the uh, CPI report come out. Oh. Um, you know, it, it, it was going over, you know, the different for uh, cost and goods, you know, and serve, you know, for folks or how much the prices have been on those types of things. And, and the report actually came in better than anticipated. So there was a, uh, a turn for the better when it comes to rates. I mean, rates on Thursday alone improved um, a full point and a half. You know, we were mm-hmm. we were over eight, um, you know, at it's, that time. Yeah, in yeah, some and, products. Yeah, and some of, yeah, and some of the products we were over eight. You know, the kind of standard rate that we were seeing, the average rate was over eight. And then now, um, you know, the rates you know, got down back into the sixes, which was pleasant. I had a couple people that I locked in, um, you know, so that was cool. I mean, like I said, it was a, it was a great day in our world um, when it comes to mortgage, you know, kind of seeing things hopefully start to trend in the right direction. I mean, under the feds meet again here in about a month, um, the jobs report comes out in early December as well. So there's some different things that are getting ready to start coming out as we close the year out that could have an impact on, you know, the direction of what rates are going to go. So, you know, I'm hoping with that good news that we had on Thursday that, you know, we continue in that trend and, and finish the year out, you know, you have rates, you know, turn for the better. And then, um, you know, like I said, uh, start 2023 off with a, you know, with a bang. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then as soon as you came back, we had that good news that happened on, what, Wednesday? Thursday, uh, Thursday. Thursday, 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 I'm sorry. yeah. yeah. Your sister yeah. had a ceremony too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw so, those pictures online. Oh that yeah, neat. yeah, yeah. That was cool, man. So, like I said, last week was busy. Was traveling from Sunday to the Wednesday. Got back um, Wednesday evening, and then the next day on Thursday, got the good information. So my phone was ringing. It was busy, but I was also on the road. You're right. So my sister, um, as I mentioned previously on some other episodes, uh, she just recently passed the bar. And so with her already in the Richmond area and she's working up there right now, um, she had a private ceremony um, that was, you know, that that was it's not normal. Like normally when you pass the bar, you have a ceremony where amongst all the other folks who passed at that particular time. Um, and so she actually had her own private ceremony at the Supreme Court of Virginia in Richmond. Um, Justice Powell was the person who did the, swore, the swearing in. Um, and so it was cool. Like. We drove up there that morning around like nine, ten o'clock. We uh, took the kids out of school. We wanted them to be able to witness this. Um, so it was me, Brooke, uh, my two children. Um, it was also my aunt Debbie, who's been a vital part in my sister's life as well. Who's my mom's sister? She came into town from North Carolina. She wanted to witness it as well. And then um, my mother and my father was there, and then my sister's boyfriend. He was there as well. So um, it was cool. Like we got there. They toured us around the Supreme Court of Virginia. They showed us a lot of stuff, a lot of historical things, some of your first, you know, black uh, attorneys and some of your first um, black judges. I mean, they kind of gave us all the different um, information about it. They told us how they, how proud they were of my sister. Um, and it was just cool. I mean, they, we, they had a whole ceremony when my, they had to swear in. They pulled the Bible out. My mom and my dad were right there. They read, like, our names um, for the people who were actually, you know, that were there, like I mentioned to you, you know, as witnesses. Um, and, you know, it was crazy. And then my sister got, you know, after after the whole process finished, then my sister um, had to actually speak. 
And uh, that was pretty cool seeing her in that element. I never really seen her like that before, like her, you know, in front of, you know, these important folks and in front of her family, you know, kind of talk about her journey up to this point. So Are you it was go to her first court case. Uh, yeah, yeah, I will. I will. I will. I will definitely try to try to make that, you know, if it works out. <laughs> but um, but no, nah, it was dope, was man. Cool. I like I like the fact that the person who, you know, pretty much did her ceremony was an African-American. Yeah, yeah, so that was, yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that was cool. That was cool. And actually, I don't even have to ask my sister. I don't know if that was done on purpose, purpose yeah. probably knowing my sister probably was uh-huh. but i did i don't know i just was i thought that was cool i mean mm-hmm. i know she's one of the um one of the top um judges there in the supreme court in that you know in the supreme court of virginia so you know i know it's like a panel of i think she said like seven or eight of them mm-hmm. and um she's the second highest regarded there so it was pretty cool to have her be a part of it i mean she showed us her office um she's from brunswick I think is it North Carolina or Virginia, but she was talking about her Brunswick stew that she makes for Thanksgiving, and she offered us some and all that, and you know, I mean, she's it was cool. Like I said, I you know, I actually can't even lie. They was cutting some onions in the other room, you know, and they kind of opened the door, and I got a big whiff of it, you know what I mean? So some some tears came down my eyes a little bit, you know what I mean? But we ain't gonna talk about that too much, you know what I mean? But yeah, it was a, uh, you know, it was definitely. Um, a great day you for the, the Royster household. The I was, yep. I was the only one. I was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great, it was a great day for the Royster household, man. Um, <laughs> definitely emotional. I think, I don't know, fellas. I, you know, I'm, I will say I am kind of an emotional guy. Like I listen, like when things happen that are like monumental um, or just touchy, you know, I, I'll shut it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll shut it to you. I, I can't, I can't even front that like I don't. And so seeing my sister on that platform, her. You know, just kind of really just shining in front of these folks and in front of us, man. Um, I, I just kind of went back in my mind of us, you know, growing up fighting over. Uh, and we didn't fight, honestly, a lot. Only time we really fought was, like, when we were, like, on road trips and we were in the car. And, like, she would want to sleep and, like, have her head on my side of the car, like, on the armrest. And, like, it would kind of limit me of what I can do as far as my arms because I was bigger than her. So we would kind of fight about that a little bit. But outside of that, we didn't fight much, man. You know what I mean? But we always kind of were, like, very competitive. You know, she always looked up to me. And, um, you know, I, I felt like uh, I was always trying to be a good example for her. And um, to see her, you know, now as a uh, sworn-in attorney, I mean, it just kind of, like, all of those memories kind of, like, you know, hit at one time. So that's why I kind of got uh, a little emotional. But it was dope, man. I'm, I'm proud of my sister, man. I'm happy for her. I love you, Diamond. Keep doing great stuff. Well, let's just say that um, my week was not as eventful as his. I pretty much, you know, just kind of rode the wave here back at home. Um, <clears throat> what? Let's see what happened for with me. On, on those few days, you know, I just kind of like reached out, did some more loan officer uh, type of work. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually getting prepared for my event that was on Friday. So yeah. on Friday... I had a Veterans Day event where I basically paid for coffee for all veterans in active duty at a company called Pale Horse Coffee in Greenbrier, uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. So that was a great turnout. We were able to build some great relationships. Yeah, man. That was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really, really nice. Um, It was, you know, there was military folks in there coming up to us saying, hey, I'm a real estate agent as well, you mm-hmm. know, so 
having those connections and possibly doing business with them. I mean, it was just, it was a really, really, really good event. Yeah. And even though it was raining, I was about to say it was pouring, pouring, pouring down raining that day, man. We, it did not stop our shine. Right. <laughs> we were out there. Uh, we we moved everything indoors and just it, it just so happened that um, the shipyard was having a ceremony for different veterans and they were like the color guard had a ceremony. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just so much going on for Veterans Day and because that company is veteran owned. It was a place where veterans migrated to anyways. Yeah. So people who did not even know about the event still were there. And it was just so much conversation, so many different things going on that it just turned out to be uh, a, one of basically like besides my backpack giveaway. I mean, it was probably the best event that I've had. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it, yeah, it was it was good, man. Like I, like I said, I was mm-hmm. I was on fumes, um, you know, literally I drove up to Richmond for the day. You know, had the had the ceremony for my sister, and then um, you know, we went out to eat after and everything, and then we drove back, got into a lot of traffic, didn't get back until late at night, had to get the kids situated, um, and they were out of school on Friday because of the holiday, because of Veterans Day, um, and they both weren't feeling well too, which was you know, which was unfortunate too, um, but you know, I I did come to the event, I came a little bit late, but um, it was cool. Like I mean, I, I like Sophia mentioned, I mean, it was a lot of different people there that came. A lot of connections were made. I mean, it feels good, honestly, just giving back to the community, man. Yeah. Obviously, with here, excuse me, this area, you know, being a, a, a strong military presence, you know, it's, it's you're always seeing different military folks. And sometimes you don't notice if they're military, right, because if they're veterans kind of, you know, working around civilian um, civilian outfits or whatever. But it was, it was cool just to kind of connect with some folks, give back, show them their appreciation for their service. Um, and like I said, Pill House, a Pill Horse has always been um, – gracious you know mm-hmm. when it comes to allowing us to do that and, and and you know obviously bring attention to um the fellow military members so it was cool like i said i know sophia had a great time made a lot of connections um i know an agent that you team up with um you know she also was there as well her and her team yeah. and i think they yeah. uh they had a lot Definitely of good things shout to say out to davina hughes because yeah. me and her have been working together for years we yeah. actually came into the business the same year within months of each other yeah yeah so yeah. we've been working together for years even with my previous company so yeah always great working with her and her team yeah she's building so just absolutely love it yeah yeah that was cool and i um sorry to go back i know we were talking about friday i remember i don't know about you there was a conversation i was having with a couple of my colleagues that were in nashville about daylight savings time right yes. so that that same weekend <laughs> that same weekend that all, we all of that travel, everything that was going on, not only what were the events present, but daylight savings changed. Yeah, so, so everybody da- was waking up like oh my gosh. super early. That thing, cause, so we had daylight savings time, and then with us traveling to Nashville, we were in the central time zone, so we were also an hour behind. Mm-hmm. So it threw my clock all, all the, the way, way off. <laughs> like, I mean, so literally, you know, I'm two hours behind, so I'm waking up. I typically wake up pretty early because I normally work out, you know, around like 530 every morning. Um, So I was typically waking up at like three. I was being I was extremely tired around like six because I go to sleep pretty early around nine, eight, thirty, nine o'clock. So it was just like it had my clock all the way off. And we were talking about it like, you know, there's there's several other places that don't, you know, observe daylight savings time. Like, Do you really feel like daylight savings time is something that is needed? Like, I understand the concept of it. But I don't know, man. I think it's just like a waste of, I don't even know what you want to call a wasted of, but I just feel like it just, 
I don't yeah. know. It just it, I think it's I think it's useless at this point. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, it, I don't think that's something that they'll probably change. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, whether it's dark in the morning or dark at night, it's still dark <laughs> at the wrong time. Like, we need, <laughs> yeah, we definitely need that summer daylight time. So yeah, I, I get it. I, I, mean, I get I it. I, and that's what they do. They, yeah, they say it, in the fall, it it fall the time falls back, yeah. so you can get. You know, it gets darker earlier, yep. um, and in the summertime, time springs, springs forward. forward, you know, yeah. so you so can stay later. later outside and all that. So I get it, but I don't know, man. It just seems like it's like one of them old things that it that could they just kind of yeah, go away. I feel just, like a lot of yeah. times they're, you know, they're updating stuff, they're modernizing stuff as things go. I just feel like, I don't know. And I believe that you can, the, the state can change it, right? I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, I believe so, man. But um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to touch on that. That was something that we were all kind of like a discussion we were all talking about because everyone experienced that and everybody was going through that exact same type of, you know, in the mornings. We're like, whoa. Yeah, especially like, on Election Day. Yeah. So yeah. if you guys are not aware, Election Day was November 8th on Tuesday last yeah. week and the kids were out of school. So yep. kids, my kids at least, were up. They already <laughs> wake up uber early. So they were up even earlier i was like oh my god y'all don't go to sleep <laughs> like uh-huh. it was just ridiculous so yeah, yeah last week was you know one of those things where it was it was just a lot going on yeah. definitely a lot going on so fast forward you know we friday we had the veterans day event who else went out to go see wakanda i went on opening day <laughs> we'll see i was there at one well, o'clock you seen the movie it's called black panther 2 Wakanda, oh, Wakanda, Wakanda is yes. the place where they where they You're be right. at, you know. Wakanda forever. Where the vibranium okay. is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Wakanda, yeah. We both did Wakanda, the yeah. Wakanda forever. Wakanda That's, forever. There we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. Went God to rest Tashala's soul, man. It's my guy, man. Chad, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Boswick, right? Bosman. Uh, yeah, Bos- yeah. Bob Bosman. Yeah, I think I think, I think that's yeah. how you pronounce the yeah. last yeah. name. Yeah. But yeah, so. That movie was great to me because I'm a big Marvel fan. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you haven't checked out the movie, let me just tell you: if you if you are a true Marvel fan, you know that when the movie ends, you have to stay to catch the the little clip that they show you. It's like a sneak peek of what's happening next. And uh, if you haven't watched the movie, or even if you have, that sneak peek is awesome. Yeah, I definitely I definitely didn't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I like Marvel movies, but I I I'm not. I guess obviously You're hearing not you. Forever. That's nah, I'm about saying I'm Wakanda forever. <laughs> I just I just I didn't. I don't know. I just didn't do it. Like I, yeah. I after the movie was over, I got up. I would say, you know, my in my twenties, I would go like to all the Marvel movies, and I would honest. I mean, I would do that. I would stay and watch the. Um, I would go watch the movies at midnight because that's when they used to drop. Yeah. At midnight, I don't know if they probably still do that. I don't even know if they do that still. No, but. they they nowadays they if if a movie premieres on it usually is a Friday, mm-hmm. you can actually go to the movies on Thursday, practically all day and watch the movie. For real? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. That's been a thing for years since oh. my See, daughter was born. Um, my oldest daughter. That's been a thing for that long. For real? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. I'm about to say I I know here. You know um, you got to think about it. I grew up in this like town work it wasn't really nothing to do crap so yeah, movie, I know. skating ring you mm-hmm. know all those things we did we we made sure we were on it yeah so. now, I, did, I mean i would go to the movies here like in my 20s like i said that was something like that it was like a cool thing to do and i know like when movies would come out here 
But what they used to do is they would say, like, you know, if the movie came out, because movies typically came out on a Friday, right? Mm -hmm. So then what would happen is Thursday night um, at, like, they'll do, like, a, maybe a, a midnight showing of the movie, right? right? So you'd be the first person to be able to see the movie Thursday at midnight. But it wasn't, you weren't able to watch it throughout the whole day on Thursday. Oh, yeah. They you know? started at, like, it doesn't start in the morning on Thursday. It's mm -hmm. typically, like, the afternoon three, or four, five o'clock. Oh, okay. Evening, more, like, hours that they'll that's cool. release. If you if there's ever a movie that's coming out that you want to see, just check the check the day before. Okay. And I, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you that you'll see it there. That's cool. That's For cool. Sure. That's cool. For so you sure. said you saw so you saw uh Black Panther the first day it came out. So you saw yeah, it on Friday. Friday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I saw I left actually the Veterans Day event and went straight to the movie theater. Oh. I picked well, I picked up my daughter. Okay. Because I actually saw the movie on def by by default. Okay. So my my daughter um has two friends and they were all going to see it and there was another parent who basically paid for all the girls to go. Okay, that's what's up. So, one of the parents dropped out. Oh, wow, okay. And so, I was having a tough time trying to schedule, like, because I wanted to see it too. Yeah. So, I was like, okay, well, I reached out to the parent. I was like, well, what time are y'all seeing it? What movie theater? Because I was going to go ahead and bring my other two kids and we go see it almost at the same time to mm -hmm. give her opportunity to hang out with her friends but also give me the opportunity to be present when I needed to pick her up and drop yeah. off and all that stuff. Makes so sense. when I reached out to the mom, she was like, hey, actually, um, uh, I have an extra ticket. She was oh, like, wow. you can just come with us. Okay. So I was like, okay. So, <laughs> you know, I went ahead and went with, with my oldest and that was opportunity for us to like hang out together because that doesn't happen too too often. I mean, it does okay. happen, but I try to make sure that it happens individually with all my kids all the time. Yeah. So this was just her time, and we went and saw it, and it was it was good. Then yeah. We left there, came home, you know, did the normal things that we do on a Friday, but okay. yeah, it was yeah. pretty good. It was yeah, pretty good. I um, so that Friday, like I said, literally, well, I told you I was in Nashville Sunday to Wednesday, Thursday. I had um, my sister's ceremony, so I was traveling back and forth from Richmond. Richmond was about an hour, about an hour forty minutes from from where I live in Chesapeake, Virginia. Friday, I attended Sophia's event. My kids were sick. My aunt, she was in town. Excuse me, as I mentioned before, and she stayed with us, um, you know, during that time or whatever. So it was cool to kind of catch up with her. I hadn't really caught up with her on that level in a while. So, you know how it is when you have someone staying at your house, you kind of got to, you know, host entertain, them a little bit, yeah. you know, entertain mm -hmm. or whatnot. So, you know, we couldn't just, like, lounge around and kind of do that. We were, you know, kind of doing the hosting thing a little bit. Mm -hmm. So she ended up leaving Saturday morning. So Saturday morning, uh, or Saturday, yes, early Saturday, I end up going to ODU football game. Oh. Um, ODU played against JMU. I got a couple of uh, a couple of my buddies that one guy I played with in college, um, another one of my buddies who – I grew up with, and uh, we went to rival high schools. He went to JMU. Um, and so we had been talking about this game for a while. We are like, hey, man, you know, it'd be cool to kind of check out ODU versus JMU. You know, um, they're both now in the same conference because uh, ODU just recently switched conferences. So it was like, hey, it would be cool to kind of see the games towards the end of the year or whatnot. And, and luckily on Saturday, the weather was gorgeous. I mean, it was like down there 80 degrees on Saturday, you know. And mm -hmm. so um, it was four of us. All of us had our wives with us, and we went to the game. Um, we went to our uh, Atlantic Bay has a big tailgate they do every single home game. So it was pretty cool to kind of go there and get some food prior to the game. And then, um, you know, we, we hung out, watched the game. It was pretty cool just to kind of catch up with them. 
because um, we don't really get to see each other that much. Both all of us have young children. You know, all of our star schedules are all over the place or whatnot. So it was pretty cool to do that. Um, and then Saturday evening, I got invited to a friendsgiving from one of my other buddies. Um, him and his wife, they always are good, like trying to do games and do stuff or whatever. So we went over to their house and uh, and had and did that. So literally, like that week. I mean, I'm every single day was just like, man, like it caught up to me the other day. I was like tired, man. Like I was really, really, really tired, you know, just kind of all these events coming. But going back to Saturday when we was at the Friendsgiving, there was a big conversation. Uh, My assistant, her and her boyfriend, who just recently had a child, were adamant about a draw four card not being when it excuse me, when it comes to Uno. Right. We were talking about the game Uno. They were saying that a draw four card is not considered a wild card. And everybody that was there was probably about 16 to 18 folks there. Everyone was like, what are you talking about? Like, you, you can use it as a wild card. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know, it, but they were just adamant about it. And it was very funny because everyone was giving their point of view about how it is. Even if you look at the card, it has all the colors of the cards on the card, like wild cards do. And it was just like, and you know, at the very end, they were like, you know what? You're right. It is a wild card. <laughs> and it was just so funny. Like, it took all of that for them to come to come around and be like, you know what? You're right. You're Ooh, right. It gets serious, man. Yeah, it, it gets, gets, it gets very, real very serious. serious. It gets real serious. It gets real serious. So it was cool. We uh, we played uh, Jesters, guess, you know, Jesters or Gesters. I don't know how you say it right. Um, but I never played that game. You never played before? Okay, mm-hmm. that, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of like charades where you have, they have a level that's either easy, medium, or hard. And you have these four cards. And then what happens is you have this, like, little thing that you put them in, and you start a timer. And then, like, after, like, 10 seconds, the first card goes down, the second card goes down, and the third card every 10 seconds. But you have to act out what you see on that card, and you can't use any words at all. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, different levels of it. So I never – it was cool because uh, it was when we did fellas versus ladies, right? So it was pretty cool. When my turn came up, um, we were down. We were losing to the ladies, right? Because <laughs> – I mean, that's no. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you didn't have to tell me that. I mean. All right. Well, anyway, we were losing to the ladies, and we were playing the 40. And so what ha- the ladies were smart. Again, y'all always be smart because we were doing, when it comes to the four cards, we were doing, like, one easy, one medium, and two hard. The ladies were just doing all hard cards because you get more points for the hard cards, right? So, but obviously those subjects are harder, and you have to guess it before the card goes down there, right? Um, and so I was like, you know what? Let's put all hard cards on there. So that's what I said, right? And uh, they was all the ladies was all making jokes or whatever, whatever. Oh, he he not gonna get this. This isn't that and that. So we was like, all right, cool. So I did mine, and I ended up getting all four. And it was it was hype, and the ladies looked so defeated on that joint. It was it was funny. And I remember one of the ones that we was kind of stuck on. The uh, the word was because I had to do it. I had to do excited was one so i had to like jump up like i was excited and they and they were saying all these different words and they finally came around to excited but the one that everybody was stuck on that was funny was sleeping bag so i had to act <laughs> out sleeping bag so i laid on the ground not like i was like unzipping and something and getting up and like, like i was stretching and all that and they were like waking up in the morning Da-da-da-da-da. they would say all this other stuff and i was like i kept saying no no i kept shaking my head no and then the dude matt that was there he was like Sleeping bag. I was like, what? We were like, what? We were all looking at each other because we were like, I didn't know how he knew that because everybody was stuck. That was the very last one. And right before the timer won or, or whatever, and we ended up winning. So I just had to oh. share that. That was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool moment. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, yeah. I gotta play this game, gestures. Is it like something that you buy, like in a yeah. store? Yeah, yeah, okay. you can easily Google it. It's something that you buy, you know, in a store. It's like get any it other game. Yeah. We we do a lot of games for Thanksgiving, so yeah. that'll be a good one to do. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was cool. They'll be drinking by then. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They start doing crazy stuff. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's cool. Like I said, it was a good game. I, I feel like I played it a long time ago, but I haven't played it in a while because I had forgot. I had to have the rules explained to me, and I had forgot totally how to play. But it was a cool game. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Saturday, I, uh, my daughter had a game, so we definitely went to that. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I started coaching. Um, for my daughter's uh, volleyball team, so I'm not the main, I'm not the head coach. I'm actually the second assistant. So, but I mean, that was the first game. The head coach, she wasn't there, so I was actually, you know, coaching that day. So, okay, it was a great experience. How did it go? Did y'all win? We ended up losing. Okay, okay. But um, we only lost by like a few points. Oh, so, so it was we close. only played. Yeah. So when you volleyball is different. So. There's no, like, time frame, I guess you could say, for volleyball. Mm. You play sets. Yeah, that's right. And so we played set up to 25, and then it's best out of the three. Okay. So if a team, if one team wins the first two sets, then they win the whole game. Yeah, two but let's three, say, yeah. you know, one team wins one set and another team wins the second set, then you play a third. A third set. Yeah. Okay, okay. And then depending on the outcome of that, I mean, it could continue on. So did you guys... Was it two and zero, or was it like y'all go to a final third set? It was two and zero. We didn't didn't get to a final set. Okay, okay. We did lose, but I mean, I was still just as proud as if we did win because half the team has never ever played volleyball before. Oh wow! Okay. Coming so y'all from, doing some coaching, coaching then? That's what that sounds yeah, like. Yeah, okay. fundamentals. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, basics. All the way down to like yeah, the basics, the boundary lines. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knowing what is yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not even about skill is, level. It's like no. figuring out okay, what yeah. are we doing? But right then now? we also <laughs> have some people who are trying to practice skill level. So yeah. the head coach, pretty much, you know, she's working with the 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 um, children or the teenagers who who has a skill level okay. type of practice needed. Mm-hmm. And then me and the assistant coach work with the beginners. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So That's what's up. That's cool. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I, um, I'm excited about that. Um, then on Sunday, I got my daughter's hair professionally done. I'm a braider. I've been braiding since I was in sixth grade, fifth grade, or something like that. Okay. And so usually I'll braid my daughter's hair, but... I just don't feel like braiding. I mean, it's just one of those things where, like, I got a lot going on to sit there for eight hours and braid some, some, you know, individual braids. Like, I just don't feel like doing it. It, It's not that I can't. I just don't feel like it. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get your hair professionally done. It was our first time ever getting her hair professionally braided to that extent. Okay. And um, she probably liked that. That was pretty great. cool. She liked that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what's up. And then I'm getting mine done exactly like hers this Saturday. So, um, so y'all gonna be twins for Thanksgiving? We are gonna be twins <laughs> for Thanksgiving. Yep. That's what's up. So, super excited about that. But I am gonna braid my seven year old's hair, and then I already braided my son's hair. So, okay. Um, so everybody braided up then. Braid oh, game. Oh yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> all of us are natural, so yeah. there's no you know walking around. You know, with your hair out. Yeah. It's just, that's just a lot. I got you. And your hair, as soon as you lay down on pillows, lay down, your hair dries out. And mm-hmm. then, of course, when your hair dries out, there's breakage and it's just a rabbit hole. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm a guy. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine like getting my hair done for eight hours, like sitting there and having that like. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. So my daughter, um, you know, she's two and a half. Like every like we try to do her hair like once, like once a week, maybe once every two weeks, depending on, you know, how, you know, how damaged or not damaged, but you know how it how it's looking after like that first week has has went by. You know, with her being in school and rolling around and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And man, I tell you what. That is a struggle. Like, I mean, oh, my gosh. Like, it literally takes – so my mother-in-law, she does hair as well. She's been doing hair for a long time. So it's like – like, she knows how to do hair. So it's like she – you know, she would come over, and that's kind of like her bonding time. She'll sit there and do her hair. But it's so hard. Like, she'd be wanting to run and scream and crying. And so it takes three of us just to do our little two-year-old daughter's hair. Like, it's crazy. Like, one, I'm holding her down, and I feel bad because I'm like – I feel like I'm holding her against her will. Like, she'd be trying to, like – like trying to get out, and I'm like, I'm holding her like for like I'm holding like somebody seriously tight, and then wow. my mother-in-law's like trying to braid the hair so struggle. quick and try to get it out, get it out the way, and then Brooks like handing her, handing her stuff and combing parts and stuff, and it's like and now it's, my son is just sitting right here just laughing and just like you know trying to get in the way, trying to and, you know mess us up, like man, watch out, watch out, watch out. So that that whole thing is crazy, man. So I like yeah, I don't go through that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, yeah. Uh-uh. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, I but couldn't I, go through eight hours. Like we we do we normally like about an hour. We normally have to do that for about an hour. Like no, and that, I'm, that's I'm torture. Just saying in, in in general, like yeah. I don't go through the the fighting of trying to do my kids' yeah, okay. hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. That, that, none of them fight me like that. Like every now and again, you know, they might say, "Ow," because you know, anytime that you and, and you may not know this, but anytime that you're trying to do hair and it's dry, meaning dry like not wet or not moisturized or no, no product in it, anytime you're trying to part that or comb through that, it hurts. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it's like it's it, your all of your hand str- hair strings, I think of from this perspective, all your hair strands are, you know, at different lengths. So when you're mm-hmm. trying to part through that, one might be closer to the scalp, one mm-hmm. might be further. So you're pulling all these different lengths. That's yeah. why you use moisturizer yeah. to kind of break it up. Yeah. But that's for, you know, your African-American hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that joint is a struggle, man. Like, I like I every time I know what's about to happen, man, I'd be dreading it. Ain't gonna, I'd be having anxiety, like, oh, my gosh, like, we got to do this again. You know what I'm saying? We typically oh, have to do it, like, on the weekend. We don't do it, like, on a Sunday or whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah so yeah, tough. I know we're gonna do it again because Thanksgiving is coming up. So yeah. I know we're gonna be probably doing it this weekend. So definitely, uh, definitely not looking forward to that. Well, kudos to B and her uh, mother because <laughs> I don't think I could I could uh, listen to the screaming for a whole hour. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> numbing. It's numbing. It's, yeah. Believe me, I'm right there, you know, front and center. So I've been braiding my son hair, and he's three, and he doesn't give me any issues. Yeah, I mean he count your, he, count, count your blessings. Now, every now and again, he might say "ow," and then I and, and then I you know loosen up, of course, but yeah, I, you know, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, but I, said, I lay him down. He got snacks, a phone. Yeah, I have we the do phone all of that too, and man. the TV yeah, on. Yeah, we do all of so that. So then that way, it, it if you matter. look up and forget yeah. the phone in front of you, you see the TV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we do all. We try to get all them distractions, man. Food. She likes ring. Her thing is ring pops. We give her a ring pop. She'd be licking the ring pop, and she'd be like hitting me in the face with the junk. You know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. Like, it's just crazy. It's just, it's, it's insane. But it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. Yeah. Well, um, last week, we also started, guys, uh, writing down like our affirmations and our gratitude i mean we of course we've been talking about gratitude for a long time for you know the past few episodes but we've actually been making each other accountable for writing them down so um every morning we pretty much write down 25 affirmations so basically we write down i enjoy and then you you 
write down what you affirm to, like what you want in your life. So like for me, this morning, my kids was going crazy. <laughs> I I wrote down, I enjoy, what did I say? I enjoy having patience with my kids. <laughs> and <I'll> literally, <laughs> I did it 25 times. And by the time I was done, like it eased my mind. And I walked in the room and was like, okay, are y'all ready now? Oh, <laughs> and wow. I was fine. Yeah. But yeah. I needed that because, boy, let me tell you, one was acting crazy. One was acting like she was too sleepy to take her dog outside. The <laughs> other one would just kept saying, mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. So oh, did that, wrote down my gratitudes and then um, some personal notes. And then we also uh, started to have these team meetings. So uh, outside of myself and Brian, we also have another loan officer teammate named Laura Harris. And then we also have an assistant named Kayla. And all of us, we've started to meet every morning just to kind of get on the same page, kind of discuss some of these things like your commitments for the week, your affirmations, your gratitude. And we, we're trying to get into the habit of holding each other accountable. So that's what we do as a team. But we highly encourage to, for you to do that in your everyday life. Yeah. You know, have a group of friends, have people that you can hold each other accountable to. Yeah. And hopefully that'll help you guys grow to be better. Yeah. Because that's what we're doing. So, of course, we always like to share a tidbit of what we do and kind of implement that into you guys' life. Yeah, no, that, I, it's been big for me. Like I said, it's our first week doing it, but um, it's been huge for me because I know how I am. I'm always like, I have stuff set up for a day, and then I'm like, something will change that day. Like, some, I'll get a call, and I have to jump on something, and then the next thing I know, I'll like, well, I'll just get it done by the end of the week. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm always just pushing everything off by the end of the week, by the end of the week. Yeah. And, you know, this, it, it holds me accountable to make sure I'm doing what I said I'm going to do, because I'm big on that. If I say I'm going to do something, I try to make sure I do it. Correct. You know what I mean? So it's like, we have your peers, you know, your teammates, you know doing the same thing and having those conversations, it's like, hey, I can't let them down. I got to mm-hmm. make sure I'm holding my end of the bargain, right? So, um, so yeah, it's been really good. I, I look forward to it. That was something that I learned um, in uh, when we went to Nashville. And I was like, oh, okay, because literally every single person up there that we talked to, that was some of the things, I was like, you know what, that's a good thing that we mm-hmm. need to kind of take back home and, 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 and do. Because they were like, hey, you know, they, the same the same type of issues that I was having as far as how my day and then my week, you know, I'm looking back like Monday through Friday, like there was you know, five or six things I said I was going to do, and I didn't get a chance to do them because, you know, they took over me, and I wasn't yep. able to control the day. And then right? what happens is, is once you don't complete those items, you still have life Correct. ahead of time. So, you know, you end up getting into a space where you still have those things that you were supposed to do, yep. and then now you have things that you have to do. Correct. And so you're trying to double up and overcompensate yep. to get everything done. And then when you're tired yep. and not able to, like, function yep. with, with time with your family, kids, or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. then, you you know, you poop. And you're yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm just done. Yeah. So yeah. having that accountability uh, team is, is great. And if you don't have a team at work, maybe having a group of friends or a network yeah. of two or three friends that y'all get up and y'all hold each other accountable. Exactly. Have time to, you know, just touch base once a week to kind of um, motivate each other. Yeah. To each other's commitments, affirmations, and gratitude. Yeah. All right, guys. So, um now it's time for the exercise your knowledge question of the day so during this segment what we do is is we actual question uh pretty much related to mortgage um that's typically what we do and we want you to think about this question if you know the answer great if you don't know the answer you're learning 
So the 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 question it for the day is what is the difference between a line of credit and a loan? It's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's a real good question. Yeah, I uh, think a lot of people don't think, give the answer. Yeah, no. think no, I think <laughs> <laughs> always goes to look. You're right. I always try to expound, right. and then I always kind of expound too much, right? <laughs> no, I think a lot of people think it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, with the question, we know it's there are two different things. Yep. But that's all I'm going to say now. It's there are yep. definitely two different things. Yep. So two different things. So, yeah. again, what is the difference between a line of credit and a loan? Think yeah. about that. If you're able to write it down so you can remember, if you if you can write down the answer. If not, we're going to tell you the answer, and hopefully that will be something that's in your memory bank for the future so when you get into the situation, you know the answer. There we go. Yeah, can't wait to discuss it here in a little bit. Um, today we wanted to talk about, I know a lot of uh, – a lot of folks now have been turning their caps to being investors, oh, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of folks have been trying to purchase investment properties, um, you know, for rental purposes, you know, even for, you know, fixing and flipping, you know, all different types of things of that mm-hmm. nature. I'm an investor as well. So is Sophia. So we're out there, you know, um, getting our hands dirty as well. So when it comes to um, different purchase types, um we want to kind of discuss, we always typically, well, not always, we typically talk about, you know, buying a home for yourself to live in, right, mm-hmm. as an owner-occupant, right? And so when you're buying a house, there's three different dispositions that the home or that purchase can be um, described to described as, right? So it's either you're buying the house for your own occupant, meaning I'm going to buy the house to live in as my primary residence. Mm-hmm. You can buy a house for investment, right? Which two. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the second one. And the third one that we really don't talk very much about, but I feel like, needs to be touched on and that's what we're going to do today is is a second home mm-hmm. right so um we all know what a second home is correct obviously because it's in the name correct second home this yeah. means that this is your second house that you own but it is not quite an investment property correct 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 yeah so second home like Sophia just mentioned is a home that you know when, when people always say hey that's my second home like I'm, I'm there but I don't live there as my primary, right? So, you know, your second home is a place that, you know, you live apart, part, partially partially throughout the year, but you don't live it as, you know, it's not your primary residence, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times there's opportunities there when it comes to buying something, a home, and it being your second home, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you spend time there. Like, for instance, I'll just give a, a, an example for myself. So uh, we have... Uh, a second home down in the Outer Banks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we live in Hampton Roads, and the Outer Banks is about an hour and a half from here. And um, it's a it's a beach home. It's a home that's um, along the Outer Banks in the Corolla area of the Outer Banks. And, you know, we rent it out most of the time throughout the year, right? We have short-term rentals. You know, we rent it out at a week, a week at a time. We have a property management company that, um, that manages it for us, makes sure that, you know, everything is... Uh, is held properly, make sure that everything is, uh, all the monies are being paid correctly, make, they're advertising the force and all that good stuff. And then we also go down to ourselves, right? So we spend time ourselves in the home. And so there were benefits when it comes to buying a home as a second home versus buying a home as an investment property. Because when we bought it, when we were looking or thinking about bought it, you know, really we had the mindset as an investment, but we also enjoy going down there. So with that second piece of being able to enjoy it ourselves, it allow us to purchase it as a second home. And so a second home benefit, like when you're buying an investment property, you know, you typically have to put down at least 15 percent 
when you're buying a you know an investment property. So you know that's that could be you know kind of it could be a lot of money depending on your circumstances, right? You know, but and, okay, that, and that's minimum. Yeah, and that's minimum. Fifteen yeah, percent is minimum. Yeah, in most cases, in most cases, it's twenty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, up to twenty-five. Yeah, up to twenty-five. Yeah, if you're buying a um, a multi-unit home, right? So a home that's a duplex, a triplex, or a quad, and you're buying it as an investment property. Um, you got to put down 25 percent. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's even more when there's that extra investment piece added into it because of the amount of units that are, um, you know, with the property. So with second homes, you could put down 10 percent. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's, you know, it saves you a couple dollars in that way. Um, it gives you an opportunity to, you know, have a property that you can live in part time and then also rent out as well. So that has that investment piece that you're you know, having from an investment purchase. So there is an opportunity to make money off the property, but there's also an opportunity for you to enjoy it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things that you have to know about uh, a second home is that how far it needs to be from your primary residence, right? Mm-hmm. So a second home has to be at least 50 miles from where your current primary residence is. Now, there are exceptions to that, right? Mm-hmm. So like in this area, we live in Hampton Roads, and, you know, I live in Chesapeake, for instance, right? And Virginia Beach is a touristy coastal area that we have here. And that's less than 50 miles from my, you know, my current primary residence. So there's, you know, a way for you to still purchase something that's in a coastal or in an in a, a area that does a lot of short-term rentals um, that's, you know, a place that's touristy. You can buy it and it'd be less than 50 miles from your house because they're not going to penalize you just because you live close to that area already, right? So you can still purchase a home as a second home um, in that regard. And I'll let Sophia kind of chime in on some other, you know, differences between a second home and an investment property. Yeah, so with the resort area, you also want to keep in mind that, like Brian said, Virginia Beach is a touristy area. However, all of Virginia Beach is not touristy. So if anybody is from here listening, you know that uh, uh, Newtown Road or Anywhere that's more inland is not really considered resort area. There's no water there. There's no beach area. It's pretty much residential. But as you get closer to the beach and, yeah, yeah, the oceanfront on Atlantic Avenue or Pacific Avenue, that's like one to two blocks away from the ocean side. Those are your more resort-like area. The areas. Those are the places that people from out of town are coming to, like, visit on vacation. So those properties in that area would be considered something similar to a resort area that will allow you to buy a house um, as a second home that is less than 50 miles away from your uh, your primary primary residence. residence. Yeah, yeah, and that's huge. I mean, that's a big thing. I know um, a lot of folks, especially with Airbnbs and, Mm -hmm. you know, that being kind of a, um, a popular thing over the last 10 years and being really prevalent, especially in, um, in this area, um, you know, you could potentially buy a home as an Airbnb and, you know, put down as little as 10 percent, you know, if you're planning to live in it a little bit and also have that investment piece. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's huge. I mean, it just kind of allows you to, you know, I'm always looking to try to save you guys money. Right. So that's a way to not have to put as much money down mm-hmm. um, when it comes to purchasing the home. And also another thing that you probably didn't know that when it comes to buying a home, there's different impacts on the interest rate based upon the type of home that you're buying and and the way that you're going to disposition at home, right? So when you're buying a house for primary occupancy, you know, whatever the rates are, the best rates that are available, that's what you're going to get 
for that primary aspect of it, right? They're a little bit more lenient than your second home and your investment properties because from the standpoint of the uh, lender, you're less likely to let that home go Correct. if you're living in it. Exactly, exactly. So you're less likely to um, let that home go, or even insurance-wise, it's less likely for something to happen because they're using that home as collateral when they're putting a mortgage against it, a lien against the home. You're less like It's less likely for something to happen if you're there every day being mm-hmm. able to see what's going on. But when you're bringing other people into the equation as far as investment, if you're renting a place out or even a second home where you're having multiple different renters at different times, there's more, there's more opportunity for something to happen. Um, you know, negatively in those situations, right? So, you know, there's a there's a rate increase when it comes to you buying a second home, and there's even a bigger rate increase when it comes to buying an investment property. But I will say, the rate increase from when you're buying a primary residence to a second home is very, very minimum. It's not very much different than when you're buying a primary. But there's a big significant difference when it comes to you buying a second home to an investment property as far as the rate. I mean, sometimes you're looking at a full point, point and a half. I mean, it just really all depends on you know all the different particulars. But, you know, it's just another way for you to buy a home with an investment piece, you know, and also get a, you know, a, a much lower interest rate because, the, you know, it, it is a second home. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're able to kind of get the benefit of the investment aspect of it, not pay that investment rate because the rate is a very important aspect when you're looking for that investment because, because depending on the yeah, it affects your monthly payment so you want to obviously try to have that payment as little as possible so you know depending upon how much you're able to get you know net rent on those properties you know you're able to pocket a little bit more money so yeah. you know that's a that's a that's a big difference i mean also even some of the small particulars like when you're buying an investment property um the most that the seller can provide as far as closing cost assistance is two percent mm-hmm. right even though it's a conventional loan the most that they can provide is 2%. Now, on a second home, um, they can provide, just like how it normally is on a primary purchase, they can provide up to, for a conventional loan, 3%, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that helps as well. Like I said, I'm trying to keep more money in your guys' you know, pocket, so it allows the seller to contribute more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then both both products will also allow you to purchase with a minimum score of at least a 620. But also keep in mind, guys, a 620 is going to drive your interest rate a little higher than someone who has over a 740 credit score. Yeah. And your mortgage insurance, which we also discussed in previous episodes, will possibly be higher due to the threshold of your of your uh, credit score. So Correct. Um, just keep that in mind, you know, when you're when you guys are looking, you do have options depending on what your occupancy is. You could potentially purchase a home as a second home. You could potentially purchase as an investment property. Um, second homes just pretty much means that you're going to occupy the house for at least two weeks out the year yep. or 10% of the amount of time that you're renting. Yep. Investment property means that you never have to live in it a day out the year. Yeah. You don't have to do anything with the property besides rent it and collect, you know, your net proceeds. Yeah. Or if you um, fix it up and sell it too. Yeah, you can I fix mean, it up, sell yeah. it, flip it. You could mm-hmm. do, you know, pretty much whatever you would like to do with that investment piece. There's no occupancy requirement. Correct, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope you guys um, learned a lot today between what that second home investment property difference is. I feel like that's some good information for you to know because as you purchase your primary residence, hopefully you're enticed to want to buy more property, you know, something to hand down to your children potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great like savings account if you really think about it because when you have a a savings or a checking account 
And let's say you have, let's say you're working hard and you're able to save fifteen thousand dollars mm-hmm. in your account. What's your interest rate on that savings account? How much are you really gaining from the from the uh, financial institution for put, having your money in their in their bank? Yeah, they may give give you point zero one percent of your balance. Yeah, yeah. But if you take that same money and invest it into a property, I mean appreciation is always going to happen so for the most part i mean of yeah. course things can definitely fluctuate, roll back, fluctuate yeah. but um yeah, over time i mean real estate's always going to go up it's not going to go exactly. down because it's a commodity where you know it's it there, there's not i mean it's all there's not very many we're always reproducing we're always there's more people we're living longer and people are always going to need to find a place to stay so Correct. it's always going to be a demand for real estate exactly. and also therefore the demand is obviously going to drive the price up yep and so yeah. as long as if, if that same money is sitting in a property then you're always going to make money from it i mean it's not tangible of course you can't just go and open the door and get the money out of the house but Correct. yeah yeah <laughs> But it's there. <laughs> but it's there. It's there. It's there. So if you ever decide to sell it, if you decide to refinance it to take cash out, there's ways that you can get that money out of there with the equity that you have in the property. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, like I said, we just wanted to make sure you knew the difference, um, you know, because I know there's several times that people will reach out to me that say, hey, I want to buy a home, you know, I want to buy this house because I'm going to rent it out for mm-hmm. Airbnb. And they're automatically thinking that they have to purchase it as an investment property and they're having to have this amount of money down. This is the interest rate. And so a lot of times I'm able to kind of have these conversations where, you know, I can kind of change the, the, the way the person's thinking about the situation where they can purchase a second home, which is going to benefit them on the interest rate. It's going to benefit them on the amount of money they have to put out of their pocket for down payment. And it's also going to benefit them on, you know, if the seller is able or willing to provides uh, closing cost assistance, it's going to also allow them to get more assistance in that regard. Yeah. So um, it's huge. I mean, like I said, even for myself, when we were looking at buying um, our home, we were looking for a short-term rental. And um, me as a mortgage professional, I was like kind of weighing our options. And I was like, oh, man, we can actually buy it. I mean, I, I knew because I've been doing this for a while, but it, it did kind of like slipped my mind a little bit like, hey, I'm going to have to buy this as an investment property. But I was like, no, I'm actually, I can buy this as a second home and mm-hmm. be able to get all those benefits of it. And also, for when you qualify for a second home, you can use some of the rental income that's being, like, so if you're buying a situation, you know, buying a, a home that's that was previously rented and currently been rented, you can show, like, if a person has books and shows uh, show that there's rental history with that property, you can actually use that rental income um, to help yourself qualify, right? So that's a huge thing. So you don't have to count the full mortgage payment of whatever it would be for that particular purchase. You could actually use some of the income to offset that payment, which, you know, because allows you to... we know that you're making money off of it. Correct. So we can consider that income... Correct. ...towards your... Uh, as income to reduce your debt-to-income ratio. Correct, correct, correct. So we just want to make sure you... Y'all knew all of your options out there. Um, you know, it's not limited to just buying a home to live in as a primary or an investment property. There is that uh, that stepchild or that that cousin out there, as uh, as we say sometimes, that second home. So, you know, we definitely want to make sure that you guys are informed about that. Well, that was good information for sure. Yeah. So. Earlier in the segment, we asked uh, our exercise your knowledge question. Earlier in the segment, the question was, what is the difference between a line of credit and a loan? So if you're tuning in a little bit later than you should be, um, the exercise your knowledge segment is when we ask a question at the beginning of the segment and then we reveal the answer towards the end. Mm -hmm. So. Drum roll. Drum roll. So the difference between a line of credit 
and a loan is the term of the payback time, right? So we're talking about HELOC, right, from the second lien position, right? So a lot of times folks have equity in their home and you know, we may have a conversation about refinancing, doing a cash out where they can borrow equity. Sometimes oh, no, you, you're talking too big. I'm bring, sorry. Bring it back. Bring, bring it, it back. back. Bring, bring it, back. it back. All right. So the difference, I'm sorry, between. So what's a line of credit? A line of credit. How do you identify that? So when you go to an institution to get financing and be able to use your equity that you have in your home, they will say, okay, hey, based on your loan to value, you're able to utilize X amount of dollars of your equity, mm-hmm. right? And typically what they'll do is they'll give you like a checkbook or a card that you can use for the equity in your home, right? Mm-hmm. And so they'll have, you'll have like an interest rate on that amount um, and it grows every time you grow. It's almost like a credit card for your equity, mm-hmm. right? So that's a line of credit. So let's say you own a home, you've been living in it for a while and you developed equity, you have $150,000 in equity in your home. Right. Mm-hmm. That means what you owe versus how much the home is worth is the difference of that is one hundred and fifty thousand. They may say, hey, a hundred thousand of that you're able to use as a line of credit. Mm-hmm. So you can go out and buy stuff or whatever, you know, but each month, each time you spend that money, there will be, you know, a payment that you have to pay back, you know, based on that interest rate. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like how you use a credit card. You well, swipe wait, it, swipe it. I think that you're you're talking more specific, specific of. Uh, home equity line of credit. Correct. We're we're telling the people what's the difference between a credit line and a loan. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. All right. Well, you you go ahead and expound. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I was I was I was thinking we were talking about mortgage. Uh, like you said, a home equity line of credit and a home equity. That's a good loan. example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So your so so your line of credit is going to be something that's open ended. Mm-hmm. So. Your line of credit is very going to be very similar to what Brian was saying. It's going to be your home equity line of credit. It's going to be your credit cards. This is something that when you get approved for it, let's say you get a a, a max um, credit line of ten thousand dollars. Let's say you go spend five thousand dollars of that money. If you pay back five thousand, then you're back open to having a ten thousand uh, dollar line of credit that you can use over and over again. So Correct. it's open ended. It Correct. never, unless you get delinquent or there's something huge that happens in the economy where they start shutting down those cars because yeah. that's happened before. It has happened, yeah. That's um, true. That's something that's going to forever be revolving, okay? And then you have your, your loans. Those are more closed-ended products. So mm-hmm. an example of a loan would be like your mortgage, your mm-hmm. auto loan. So this is something that, let's say you um, purchase a, a car and your car is $30,000, well, once you make your monthly payments for that term, and let's say your term is 72 months, mm-hmm. once you make all of those payments, payments that ends and then you're paid in full, it does not revolve. It does not keep going yeah. unless you decide to purchase something new and then you'll get a loan. So how to identify those things or those two different products is when you're at your financial institution, the key word is line and then loan. Correct. So... When you see anything that has loan against it, then you know that there's a set term. You're going to make a, a, a set monthly payment over that term. And then once that is paid off in full, then it's finished. Correct. A line, your monthly payment, depending on your balance, may fluctuate. Correct. But it's always open-ended. So it, as soon as you pay it off or you pay it down, it basically replenishes the amount that you have used. That's right. So those are the two differences in 
what's called your line of credit and then your loans. Correct. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, folks. I was going down to look. I was talking about <laughs> HELOCs and line of credits. Man. Now I was you going can. Down. I mean, you can explain what a HELOC is. I yeah. Mean, uh, you ever see that 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 those abbreviations? H E L O C. That's yeah. a HELOC. And in the mortgage world, we love to use abbreviations. Yeah, I we mean, do. we use abbreviations for everything. Yeah. I mean, F H A. That's an abbreviation. <laughs> v A. V A. That's an abbreviation. Yeah, yeah. Fannie Mae. F N M A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mae. Yeah, Fannie Mae. Yeah. So. Abbreviations is something that we use interchangeably all the time. I mean, every term in the mortgage industry has some sort of abbreviation. So Mm -hmm. one of them being a HELOC, which is your home equity line of credit. Correct. So that's what Brian was looking to explain. But you can definitely explain that because that's important because right now in this rate environment, people may not want to refinance. They may want to do what is called a HELOC. So go ahead and tell them what a HELOC is. Yeah, I appreciate that, Sophia. Um, So, yeah, the difference... Between those two is like Sophia mentioned, it's the same principle as just utilizing your equity, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could borrow your equity in a way where you pay, you know, you borrow some of it. Let's say you have a limit of a thousand, a hundred thousand, as I mentioned to you. Let's say you borrow 20,000 of it and then you pay it back. So you still have that hundred thousand at your disposal to use. Um, it's like a credit card in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a home equity loan is when you get a fixed amount lent to you, and then after you pay off that amount, then it's over, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it, you don't, you're no longer owning. There's no month. There's no longer monthly payments associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's paid and it's done. So that's right. the difference. And um, you can utilize both of those options. I mean, it's it's something that I, I've been helping a lot of people do recently. Like you said, because of the rate environment we're in, sometimes you know, for folks that are a little bit more savvier, you know, they're like, hey, I don't want to mess up or not mess up. I don't want to change, change my, my current rate. mortgage yeah. rate. Um, so I would rather just go ahead and get a, a, a line of credit or get a loan, um, you know, in the second lien position and utilize that those funds for, you know, whatever they were looking to try to accomplish. So it is something that you can also do mm-hmm. as well. You yeah. just have to have the equity in your property to be able to utilize it. Correct. So. And typically it's like 80 to 85 percent. Um, when it comes to that second lien position. So when you add what you currently owe as your first mortgage and you add um, that second either loan or line of credit, when you add both of those together and divide it into the value, those can't be greater than about 80 to 85%, depending on your credit. Mm-hmm. That's typically how how, uh, how it works. Yep, yeah. yep. Got to have the equity and the property to use utilize those two products. But they're like Brian said, they're very there it's a good product for you to be able to use yeah because if you refinance that you're subject to whatever the market rate is at that time Correct. now for some people refinancing is very beneficial because you could take the equity and pay off a hundred percent of your debt mm-hmm. and potentially increase yeah you're increasing your mortgage payment but then you're debt free and before your debts plus your mortgage were you know more than what your new mortgage would be correct so some for some individuals that's actually a good thing to do is refi but for some who may let's say you know you have a house and you want to make renovations and your renovations is like twenty thousand dollars and and but you don't want to deplete your savings and you're pretty much debt free well you can utilize a home equity line of credit or Mm -hmm. a home equity loan and still keep your interest rate on Mm -hmm. your primary residence so Mm -hmm. both are two very um great options to use so as a refinance i mean it just depends on your particular situation every every situation is not the same we all have different nuances within our financials that um will change the different product that we would use yeah but 
end of the day, we still want you guys to understand like the difference between a line of credit and a loan and Correct. how they work. Correct. So line means open, loan means ended. Yeah. So open ended, close ended. Once you're done with the loan, it's done. Line of credit, it replenishes itself. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So what we got coming up? up? Yeah. Yeah. What's coming up next? Let's see. So for me, um, I have. I think I mentioned this earlier. I'm getting my hair done tomorrow, so I'm super super excited about that because being natural is no joke. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's not for the weak. (laughs) (laughs) It's not for the weak. It's not. It's not. It's not for the weak. my daughter has a uh, volleyball game tomorrow. My cousin is flying into town on Sunday um, for Thanksgiving. She's going to actually come and spend a full seven days with us. So she'll be here from Sunday to Sunday. So that's exciting that's cool. because that's cool. we haven't seen each other since, oh, my gosh, I want to say like over the summer, maybe April or something like that. We saw each other. So it's been it's been a minute and we typically try to, you know, link up uh, more often than that. OK. Um. My dog, my I gotta get my dog groomed for uh for Thanksgiving. Like, <laughs> get the um, dog groomed for Thanksgiving. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Make sure she's together. You know, okay. if we if we're all braided. Yeah. I mean, she yeah. gotta she be. Gotta be too, yeah, right? that is true. <laughs> Kate, Kate had a dog nah. slacking. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Next week, I don't know what I was thinking when I made this uh, doctor's appointment, but I have a doctor's appointment on Tuesday. Um. So I have to do that right before the holidays. But, um, just kind of touching base on that, like. Make sure you guys are going to the doctor and get your annual checkups. You never know how important that oh, is. Yeah. Especially as, you know, African-American people, we tend to think that if we're feeling good, we're good. Mm-hmm. So always go to the doctor. Get your yearly um, checkups. Get your annual exams. Make sure that you're living healthy. Make sure that you're doing good. And even though I scheduled mine at the wrong time of the year, <laughs> um, I'm definitely excited to make sure that, you know, I'm keeping up on my health and I'm, I'm doing good. And then besides that, I mean, we have me and Brian, we have a ninja um, training meeting on yeah. Tuesday as well mm-hmm. that afternoon, which is always good because it's very motivational. Like every time we have these meetings and we're talking about ninja training it like it gives us that boost, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so it does. it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. what, <laughs> what's the, um, was it Super Mario? What 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 video what? game when they got like that little boost and then they'll just go real fast? Was it Super Mario? Um, I mean a lot of games did that. <laughs> I'm trying to think what in particular though. Like I mean I remember Sonic even did okay, that. Okay, Sonic, yes. yeah, Super, Sonic Super did Sonic that. Yeah, Super he, Sonic, yeah, yes, gets, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that. It's like it's that analogy of like going fast already because we're always always on the go. Yeah. You know we're always moving, always you know going from A to B to C. Just, yeah. All the time, but then when we have this ninja training, it's like, it's like you feel like the, the sky is not even a limit. Like you yeah. can just go above and beyond. So Correct. having these meetings are so beneficial. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, my uh, my next couple of days, like I said, I the last week and a half, man, has been insane. So I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to not doing very much the next couple of days <laughs> leading up to Thanksgiving. I know um, tomorrow my son has tennis in the morning, so looking forward to that. Um, Because I wasn't here last weekend to be able to do that with them. Um, Now, also, we got invited to a birthday party um, as well. So we've got a couple buddies that that their daughter is having a birthday. I think she's turning six. So we're definitely looking forward to to that. Um, When it comes to 
anything else, I mean, just really preparing for Thanksgiving this year. So what you cooking? Well, this let me let me let me let me let me finish. I was gonna get there. Oh, okay. okay. So Thanksgiving um, this year we're hosting it. Typically we rotate between um, my house, uh, my parents' house, and then we'll sometimes have it down at the beach house as well. Um, so this year we're actually having it um, at my house because last year was at my parents' house. So um, this year cooking, I'm just making really the turkey. I mean, what everyone who's coming has been assigned to make something. So my mother is making her potato salad. Um, my dad is making the ham. Um, let's see, Brooke is making the uh, st- uh, she's making the stuffing. Um, do y'all eat stuffing or dressing? I mean dressing. Yeah, oh, dressing. Okay. Yeah, dressing. Yeah, I'm sorry. She's she's making the dressing. Um, my mother-in-law's making the greens. Uh, Brooke's aunt is making the macaroni and cheese. Um, I think my sister is making the desserts. She makes this really good. Um, it's like this peanut butter rice crispy chocolate thing. Like it's like this. I don't know. It's like a rice crispy treat. But it has peanut butter and it has chocolate on it. It's like really, really good. Um, Brooke's also making um, a whole bunch of sweet potato pies. We love sweet potato pies. Everybody in my family loves sweet potato pies. Uh, so I know she's making that. Um, and I feel like I'm missing something. I feel like I'm missing something. I think that might be it, at least from what I know. I mean, you know, as far as like everybody who's coming is all individually um, yeah. making a little something. So I'm, okay. my, my job, we are always fried turkey. Um, so I drop it in the in the in the fryer, um, mm-hmm. in the peanut oil, and um, and do that. So I mean that's kind of what I've been tasked to do mm-hmm. this year. So not too hard. Everybody's kind of doing a collaborative effort. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So okay. what about you? What you got going? Well, this year we're actually so my cousin he just recently bought a house, a new construction property in a city called Aylet, Virginia. Okay. And so um, we're all, we're all going to go up to his house. He wanted to host Thanksgiving this year because he's in his new home, his first home. So okay, we're gonna go there. You said what part of Virginia? Aylet. Aylet, where is that? A Y L E T T. It's like forty five minutes east of Richmond. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't even think it's How far is that from here? Minutes. Like if you two from, hours. Oh, two hours from here. Okay, yeah. that's what's yeah, up. It's about two hours from here. <clears throat> but um, yeah. So uh, he we actually just went over the list because uh, typically I cook for Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, this year I don't have to cook. So I mean, well, let me take that back. He's already tasked me to do the macaroni and cheese. He wants me to make a, a salad, which I'll do, and then the devil eggs. Like that's okay. the like hands down. That's what he wants me to do. Every every year, like even on even dur- throughout the year, he's like, "Hey, cuz, what's your recipe for the for the mac and cheese?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are my tasks for for Thanksgiving. Um, I'm not a big, I don't really know how to bake and things like that, but I can make some, you know, some cake or something if he asks me to. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. You know, that's the big celebration at my house. So in return, everybody's now going to migrate to my house. And on Friday, we're going to do a fish fry. Okay. Um, oh, you know what? Now that I left this out. So my cousin's making etouffee. Oh, wow. Okay. For uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So we're going to have etouffee and mashed potatoes, but then we'll have all your traditional stuff. We're fried, fried turkey, ham, oh, that's gonna be good. greens, um, deviled eggs. We don't really do potato salad, candy yams. Um rolls, cornbread, yeah. dressing, yeah. uh Cornish hen, like all your normal southern or 
what is it? Not Southern food. What is it called? Soul food. Soul food. Soul yeah. food. And then on um, Friday, we're going to do a fish fry. We're going to have salad. Um, and then we're, we're still trying to figure out the rest of the menu as far as, like, food for Friday. We already got the dessert covered. So, hold on. So, real quick question. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's a lot of food. So, you're saying Thanksgiving, y'all all are going to be at your cousin's house. Yep. And you're going to have all this food. Yep. And then you're gonna. But come. you gotta think it's a lot of people. Correct. So even though it's it's gonna be a lot of food, so all the so people. so you think all the food is gonna be gone? I mean, I don't think day? I don't think all the food's gonna be gone. That well, it'll 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 be a real good dent in it okay. because you gotta think is we got my family, that's five people, we got his 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 kid his, him and his kids, he's bringing his girlfriend her kids, and then my nephew his kids my cousin. And then we got friends that live up there that are coming. Okay. So I, 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 I guess I, I guess I, I know <laughs> I, I always I always be thinking like I know for me, it's always a lot of food left. For you got to think everybody got kids. Yeah. So so that's just true. imagine if that's true. Your parents had was coming. They had kids. Yeah. I mean y'all are the kids. But yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. The kids. Yeah, once like, you once you start putting all the kids all and the stuff, kids in, that does kind of and they eat they eat they eat. So I know they, they take eat a dinner. multiple times and then they waste and eat. So like yeah. they you make them a plate. They make like two things on the plate and then they throw that away and then they get. Something yeah. new, and then they eat that, and it's two things that they eat on the plate. So yeah, that, that's true. It's forever. I was just like, damn, you about to go all the way there, cook, mm-hmm. and eat all this food, and then come back and you about to cook again and eat more food. That's that's a lot. Well, I mean, we're gonna, cool. yeah, we're gonna cook on Friday because yeah, yeah we're gonna. You have said to. the fish fry, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna okay. have to. We gotta eat. I mean, yeah. you eat supposed you're supposed to eat three times in a day. Now, are we gonna have breakfast on Friday? No, nah, you gonna warm up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> some of that ham, yeah. <laughs> scrubbing you some eggs and call oh, yeah. it a day. Yeah, you know? I, like I said, I know I'll be eating on Thanksgiving food for <laughs> darn it, it's my birthday. Like, I'll be eating it for a while. So, oh yeah. Lord, no, yeah. uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> I can't do that. I have two, two, three days tops, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm maxed out. Yeah, I'm making ham sandwiches, turkey, you know, sandwiches, oh, and Mm-mm. yeah, we doing it up. Yeah, we doing it up. But nah, that's what's up, man. That's like so. I think yeah, that's that's like that's gonna be a good time. Oh it's yeah, gonna be a good time. it's gonna be a good time. I Definitely. know he's excited. He. So, oh, let me tell you. So, something happened to me, which I know we get, it's, it's time for us to go because we've been here for a while. We don't <laughs> want to take y'all uh, too far out. But, so, I have an indoor turkey fryer, guys. I know it sounds crazy, but it's it's like an eight-liter turkey fryer, and you can fit up to a 20-pound turkey in this, air fr- in this uh, d- deep fryer. Okay. I love that deep fryer because you don't have to go outside. Like it's cool when it's when it's warm outside to go outside and cook, but when it's not so warm outside, I don't like to go outside and cook. I don't like to have to put on a jacket or run out there and be cold trying to fry something, right? So I told my cousin called me and said, Hey Sophia, bring your bring your fryer. And I was like, I'm not about to bring no fryer two hours away. I said, You know what? I'm gonna send you one. So I went on Home Depot and I um sent him a fryer. So tell me why <laughs> they, because I have an account with Home Depot, so they ended up sending the air fryer, that, I mean the deep fryer that I sent to his house to my house. Oh wow! But on the package it had his address. So when I called Home Depot, I was like, "Hey, how did y'all make this a mistake? Like, there's no way <laughs> that the package says his address, mm-hmm. but then it comes to my address." And they were like, oh, well, that's because of the carrier. I'm like, nah, the, the, the shipping label had to be wrong because mm-hmm. 
the carrier don't know my address. Like that, it, that's not, the, it can't be the case, Yeah, that is right? backward. That's crazy. Yeah. So, because I've seen it to where, you know, maybe they got the names wrong. Mm-hmm. So maybe they sent it to my house under his name. Correct. Or, you know, but correct, the correct. address, like yeah. that just was weird to me, right? Yeah, that is weird. So I called and they ended up uh, refunding me and sending a new air fryer. So I ended up with two air fryers. Two wow. turkey fryers, not air fryers, two turkey fryer, deep fryers. So wow. now I got, remember I told you guys, I have one already. And I sent one to his house and I have an extra one. So I ha- I now have three turkey fryers, but I gave one to my cousin. Oh, wow. So it's crazy. Wow. So needless to say, you guys, um, there is an indoor turkey fryer. And maybe get it from Home Depot because if they mess up, they'll definitely fix it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. You must have yelled at them or something. That's a trip. Yeah, you must have yelled at them. Oh, that's no, crazy. I didn't yell at them. I just, you know, stated the fact that they messed up and, you know, yeah. got to fix it. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I try to, like, get, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't normally get free stuff. Like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know if I guess they they, they hear I'm not, my, my voice isn't stern enough. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, man, like, you know, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> Um, going into the quote of the day, you want to take the honors of, uh, giving a quote of the day today? Yeah, Let's go ahead I will. and motivate the people before I the will. holidays. There we go. There we go. So, um, this is something that, uh, you know, I feel like is very, very important, um, for folks to, to know and to understand, but it's the size of your success is measured by the strength of your desire, the size of your dream and how you handle disappointment along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very important um to understand and to know because you know everyone at least a lot of folks i should say thinks that success is just like oh it's this always feel good type of situation and it's not i mean a lot of times it's disappointment it's failure Mm -hmm. it's a lot of adversity that happens but it's always about how you react to those and how you can overcome those situations and that's really what the true um path or or what success looks like you know it's always being able to overcome things and then you look back and see, like, hey, like, I was able to do this, and I learned a lot on the way, and I was able to obtain whatever it was that you had set out to do. So um, just understanding that it's going to be difficult times through anyone's journey to whatever they call success is, mm-hmm. uh, but just being able to overcome those things, being able to um, learn during that time frame, and just to continue to push forward, man. That's what it's all about. That is. That is what it's all about. My yeah. niece called me and said something similar to that. She was like, you know, when, 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 Things don't go right. I get so disappointed and discouraged. She was like, I just feel like a failure. And I'm like, girl, you know how many times I failed? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I always say. She was like, it don't seem like it. She was like, TG, it seemed like you got it all the way together. I said, that's because I don't dwell on those failures. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I always say. You, everybody if you, fails. If you, if, you, uh, if you ain't failing, you ain't trying. That's how no. I look at it. Because I feel like anytime you try something, you are going to fail. Like, yes. if you really try. Like, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, I'm talking about, like, try something. Not yes. just, like, you know dapple or whatever yeah yeah like you really try something you're going to fail you know what i'm saying so but when you fail you learn correct and when you learn you 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 grow and when you grow you succeed there you go um just keep that in mind throughout your day everything that you do give it a hundred percent yeah give it a hundred and ten percent yeah you know if you really want things to happen for yourself you're going to make them happen and excuses are going to be just so small that you're you'll look past them yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, guys. Well, that's all the time that we have for you today. Please follow us on IG and Facebook. 
My IG and Facebook name is SKB underscore mortgage. Brian's is B Roy Star. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.